طيب بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله Welcome to this Juma Reminder brought to you by Ilmfeed Alhamdulillah it's a great honor and privilege to be with you here this afternoon here in the UK for this Juma Reminder What I thought I'd talk to you about today is um, the prophetic trait of, or the prophetic trait of gratitude in times uh, of difficulty. Um, when we go through any type of difficulty in life, we're often told to be patient. Uh, and of course, this is based on the Quranic injunction. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, He mentions in the Quran, in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu sta'inu bisabri wa salah, inna Allah ma'asabirin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions that uh, all you who believe, seek help in patience and prayer so when you go through a difficulty uh, how do we come out of that difficulty how do we resolve that difficulty we seek help the help of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, through patience and prayer and of course the prophet ali wasalam, he mentioned in the famous hadith that uh, that how wonderful is the affair of uh, the believer that when he uh, suffers a calamity or an adversity or a difficulty in his life He's patient and that is good for him. So the default position when we go through any type of difficulty in life is that we should be, of course, patient. Um, but what I want to focus on today, uh, which I'll come on to later on in the reminder, is the importance of also showing gratitude during times of difficulty. Uh, and we'll look at some examples from the lives of the Anbiya uh, and we'll look at a statement uh, by Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah in which he emphasizes this point that the highest station a believer can be in when he goes through difficulty is the station of gratitude. Um, but before we do that, just to begin, inshallah, I want to sh- share um, some points for us to reflect on with regards to the issue of gratitude itself or the topic of gratitude itself. Um, when we you know, read the Qur'an, we find many ayat, in many ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He commands us to be grateful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in Surah Al-Baqarah, that all you who believe, yani all you who believe, that eat from the good things, the pure things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided for you. And be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if it is truly Him you worship. So here we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when talking about the ni'am that we enjoy, when talking about the food that we eat, and of course this is from the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then tells us to be grateful to him. If it is truly him, we uh, worship. So here we find the command to be grateful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentions again in Surah Al-Baqarah, uh, That remember me or make mention of me and I will make mention of you. And be grateful to me and be not ungrateful. So here we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he commands us again uh, with gratitude. So the question, I mean, before we move forward is, what is gratitude? Any, what, what do we mean by gratitude or being grateful? Um, shukr in the Islamic or in the Islamic tradition is about express, expressing thanks or appreciation to anybody who does good to you. Um, I mean, that's the, the kind of default understanding of gratitude, is that you are grateful to anyone who does any type of, uh, you know, favor for you. So you appreciate it, you're thankful. Um, to those who have been good to you, to those who have helped you, etc. And the reality is that there's nobody in this life who has done 
uh, more good for us than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And everything we enjoy in this worldly life is through the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single any blessing you can think of, any it's from Allah. And there's 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 uh, you know sometimes we fall under this uh, kind of um, understanding that the blessings that we enjoy are because of ourselves. But really the blessings that we enjoy are truly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's from his, his rahmah, his mercy upon us. And as I said, there's nobody who's done greater good to us than Allah. So he is more deserving of our gratitude. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الَّذِي خَلَقَكَ فَسَوَّاكَ فَعَدَلَكَ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who created uh, you and I. And he is the one who, subhanAllah, nourished us. He is the one who provided for us. Um, so we should never forget uh, the good that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done. Now when it comes to gratitude, I think the first step um, in, in truly being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to recognize the blessings. And this is what many of the scholars of the past mentioned, that um, you know, to truly be grateful to Allah, it starts off by recognizing the ni'mah, the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and recognizing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the mun'im, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the bestower of, bless, uh, of blessings. Um, and when we take a look at everything we have in our life, and this is a practice that many of the salaf would do, they would uh, just sit and think about the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I would mention about Sufyan ibn Uyayna, that um, you know, one night he just spent the whole night just recounting and thinking about and mentioning the different blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you know, this is you know, a practice um, of many of, of the great imams of the past to just uh, think about the different blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for us, you know, we should really take some moments out, especially now when we're in isolation and we're, we're in lockdown, we're at home, to really think about the different blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. Many of those things that we, we took for granted. And, and the th simple things in life, when it comes to the health that we enjoy, when it comes to you know, our eyesight, the hearing, when it comes to the food that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides for us, the ability to talk, the ability to walk, the, uh, the ability to use our limbs, um, the family that we in, enjoy, um, the security that we have, the safety that we have. You know, all of these things now are, are, are I suppose, brought into question due to the times in which we live. Um, but all of these different blessings, they are truly uh, from Allah and they are truly blessings that we should be grateful for. Yeah, and as I said, it starts off by recognizing that they are actually blessings, and this is where many of us fall, that we we uh, can't seem to uh, take that first step of recognizing that these are actually blessings. Um, I remember, and I always share this story, but the first time I truly appreciated the the blessing of electricity was when I was in Egypt. I remember uh, one night we were studying. Um, it was in the summer. It was very hot. Uh, you know. Obviously, Egypt in the summer is, is very hot. You're, you're relying on air conditioning. You're relying on fans. And, you know, we had an exam the next day, so we're revising. Uh, obviously, you need light to revise when it's, when it's the night time. And all of a sudden, the electricity got cut off. And subhanAllah, that was the first time in my life I truly appreciated how much of a blessing electricity is. And anyway, for us, we just turn the switch on, electricity comes on, we take it for granted. But that was the first time in my life that now all of a sudden there's no AC, there's no fan, there's no light. Uh, you're sat in darkness. Uh, you're trying to get the light from your phone. Um, and then you realize how much of a blessing simple things like electricity are. How much of a blessing water is. I and mean, people, 
Around the world now, today, will walk for miles just to access clean water. This is a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even if we think for, for us today, um, the, the blessing of, of, that we were enjoying before this lockdown, the blessings of visit, being able to visit family members, how many of us took this for granted? The uh, blessing of going to the masjid, subhanallah. Again, how many of us took this for granted? The uh, blessing of just being able to go and walk around. And you know, these were all blessings that you know many of us enjoyed, but we never uh, appreciated and understood that they were truly blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, so as I said, the first step is, is of course, to uh, recognize these blessings. And you know, not to, to think and fall in this this um you know this trap where we begin to think that we were created with the right to these things. We were not created with the right to 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 any of these blessings that we enjoy. They are purely from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The the car that I drive, the house that I live in, the clothes that I wear, these are purely from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy upon us and they require us uh, to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Often, you know, when we kind of develop uh, our careers or, you know, later on in life, we, we start to think that these things that we have acquired are due to our hard work. And there's obviously an element of truth in that. Many times when a person is successful in their life, it's because of the hard work that they've put in. But we should never forget the, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to these uh, achievements that we may have in life. You know, the reality is if it wasn't for the mercy of Allah, we wouldn't be able to wake up in the morning. We wouldn't be able to get out of bed in the morning. You know, these again are purely uh, blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So recognition, my dear brothers and sisters, is the key. And this is why many of the scholars of the past, they said that, um, that the, the kind of foundation of gratitude is to recognize the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to recognize the different blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to recognize the blessing of health. Again, how many people today um, are lying in hospital beds when a few weeks ago they were perfectly fine? And the blessing of health, you cannot uh, show enough shukr for, subhanAllah. And the, you know, I always remember a, a clip that went viral a few years ago of um, a Saudi brother who you know, was completely paralyzed and he was on a, a, a show and the presenter was asking him about what happened to him. And he said that I was, you know, a young man, I was perfectly fine, I was healthy. And uh, one day I was involved in an accident. And due to that accident, I became completely paralyzed. And to the extent that he can't move any limb. That's all he can move really. And he, is, he, can, he can speak and he can, you know, move his eyes. But, you know, everything else he can't do. He's completely paralyzed. So he was explaining that, you know, I was perfectly fine. I had an accident and all of these blessings were taken away. Um... And then, you know, the interview kind of goes on and he's asked, is there anything that you wish for? Is there anything that, you know, and he was subhanAllah, somebody who was completely content with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for him. But when he was asked that, is there anything that you wish for? He said, I wish for three things. I wish I could do three things. And because of the, the state that I'm in now, I can't do these three things. He says, the first one is, um, I wish I could turn uh, i wish i could make sujood to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i wish i could make sujood to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's something that we take for granted and we take for granted the ability to to make sujood to allah he says i wish i could do that and i have not been able to put my head on the floor for so long and i miss it 
I mean, what a great blessing. And subhanAllah, how many of us today um, you know, have the ability to make sujood, but we don't make sujood. He says, the second thing I wish I could do is I wish I could turn the pages of the Qur'an. I wish I could turn the pages of the Qur'an. This very Qur'an that we have at home, that is lying on many of our bookshelves, that isn't touched for months upon months. Um, this man, he says, I wish I could turn the pages of the Qur'an. This is a blessing that we have the ability in front of us to just open the Qur'an, to reflect on it, to turn the pages, to read it, to connect with the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That brother says, I can't do that anymore. I can't touch, I can't move my hands. And he says, the third thing I wish I could do is I wish I could uh, hug my mother on days of celebration, on days of Eid, on you know times when, when, when family have come together. Again, this is something that I can no longer do. And I wish I had the ability to be able to hug my mother. So again, these are subhanAllah blessings that many of us enjoy, but we do not recognize that they are actually blessings. And we do not recognize that they are actually blessings. So the first step, as I said, my dear brothers and sisters, is to recognize that these, um, these, that these blessings that we enjoy are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, uh, you know, there's an ayah in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us that actually when it comes to being grateful, there are very few of my slaves that are truly grateful. And one day when Umar radiallahu anhu is reported when he was walking around the streets of Medina, he heard a man making a dua. And what was that dua? It was, Allahumma ja'alni min al-aqallin, that, oh Allah, make me from those who are few. So Umar radiallahu anhu has never heard this dua before. He's quite surprised. So he asked um, the man that, what is this dua? Where have you, you, you kind of come with this dua from? And, you know, Allah make me from those who are few. Few in what? So the man replies to Umar, he says, have you not heard the, the ayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ That very few of my slaves are grateful. So he's asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes him from those who are few in number, i.e. those who are truly grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And of course, there's a very famous dua that uh, the Prophet ﷺ taught to Mu'adh uh, ibn Jabal, um, who was a beloved companion of the Prophet ﷺ. He said that, I swear by Allah, I love you. And of course, you know, when you love a person, you're going to want good for them. You're going to uh, tell them things that are going to benefit them. So the Prophet ﷺ, he says, I swear by Allah, I love you. And he says to Mu'adh, do not um, forget or do not leave saying after every salah, Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. O Allah, and this is a prophetic dua that we should learn. If there's one thing we take from today's reminder is to learn this dua and to frequently recite this dua. That O Allah, make me, uh, O Allah, uh, aid me or help me in uh, remembering you, in making the dhikr of you, in making mention of you. So help me in this and help me to be grateful to you and help me to worship you in the best of ways. This is a dua that the Prophet ﷺ taught. Mu'adhan by default taught this whole ummah that we should be constantly making. That Allah makes us from those who are uh, grateful to Him. Uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now the next thing, or well, the next question which may arise is how do we truly manifest gratitude? And how do we um, show our appreciation or our gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His countless blessings? Uh, Ibn Rajab rahimahullah, one of the scholars of the past, he said that there are different, um, uh, there are different kind of levels to gratitude. Yes, the first or different steps to truly manifesting gratitude. He says the first one is what we've been talking about, yani al-iktiraf, uh, 
recognizing the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, recognizing that Allah is the mun'im. He said this is like the first step to gratitude, is where you recognize that those things you enjoy in life are actually blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says the second step to gratitude is athana, is to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is to make mention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is to you know, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that blessing. So you say alhamdulillah for the ni'mah of, of family, alhamdulillah for the ni'mah of security, alhamdulillah for the ni'mah of health, that these are all blessings and you're thanking Allah and you're making mention of these blessings. Uh, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions uh, in the Quran, وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثِ that make mention of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you actually, the second step is you actually make mention of those blessings and you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those blessings. And then the third um, kind of step to gratitude is uh, with the limbs. So it's shukr bil jawarih, where you're showing gratitude through your a'mal, through your actions. Uh, and this is why when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, I'malu ala Dawuda shukra. Uh, or family of Dawood, do actions of gratitude. I show gratitude through your actions by worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more. And Allah has blessed you with wealth, you give sadaqah. Allah has blessed you with health, you use that health to help others. And whatever the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are, you use them in a way which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how complete or true, man, uh, true gratitude is manifested. By recognizing the blessing, by making mention of the blessing, and thirdly, by using the blessing in a way which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And of course, one thing we should always realize is that, you know, we are the ones who are in need of being grateful to Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of our gratitude. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, of course, not in need of our worship. Um, when Sulaiman, alayhi uh, salam, when he was kind of recounting or talking about the different blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said that these are blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me. Uh, in order to test me, that am I going to be grateful or not? وَمَنْ شَكَرَ فَإِنَّمَا يَشْكُرُ لِنَفْسِهِ And that who, and whoever is grateful, then he is grateful for his own self. And who is going to benefit by showing gratitude is, is the one who shows that gratitude. And as I said, Allah is not in need of our gratitude, but we are in need of being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because as we are also told in the Quran, لَإِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ That if you are grateful, I will give you more. And if you want more of anything in life, be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you want more wealth, be grateful to Allah for what He has given you. Even if it's little, you're grateful to Allah. If you want um, family, children, be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever it is you want in life, be grateful to Allah. And Allah is guaranteed that I will give you more. Yeah, I will give you um, more. Um, so these are, again, some points that you know, I wanted to, to share with regards to gratitude. Uh, one other thing I wanted to kind of touch on is when you look in the Quran, you find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes a number of the anbiya uh, as being grateful. So Nuh alayhi salam, for example, uh, is described as abdun shakura. Innahu kana abdun shakura, that Nuh alayhi salam was a grateful um, slave. He was a grateful slave to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And many of the Mufassireen, they comment on this. Then you would expect Nuh to be described as a, a patient slave. He is somebody who gave da'wah for 950 years. Um, people rejected him. He went through a lot of difficulty. Uh, why wasn't he described as patient? How come he was described as grateful? Because many of the Mufassireen, they said that Nuh was somebody who was grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the 
smallest of of what we perceive as blessings um what we perceive as small and when he would eat he would say alhamdulillah when he would drink he would say alhamdulillah when he would put on new clothes he would say alhamdulillah when he would ride his mount he would say alhamdulillah he would constantly thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of these um blessings as i uh, as i said that we we kind of deem them as, as small or insignificant but for nuh alayhi salam these were you know great blessings of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he was grateful for so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described him as a grateful servant uh, Ibrahim alayhi salam is described in the Quran as shakiran li'an'umi that he was grateful for the uh, blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon him um, and Ibn al-Qayyim rahimullah said something beautiful he said that you know when Allah describes Ibrahim alayhi salam in the Quran he describes him as an ummah he describes him as you know a leader a nation he describes him as qanit lillah uh, somebody who is very obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he describes him who uh, as somebody who was hanif somebody who turned away from uh, shirk and then he ends by describing ibrahim as somebody who was grateful for the blessings of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, ibn al-qayyim rahimullah says why because this shows that gratitude is the epitome of or, or it's the kind of uh, the greatest of all of those descriptions that were mentioned any that he was grateful so yani, here we find so many different um, examples in the lives of the anbiya when you look at our own uh, final prophet of course all of the prophets are our prophets but the final prophet that was sent to humanity the prophet وسلم, the greatest of all anbiya when he would stand in the night prayer he was questioned and we all know this narration by his wife Aisha that why do you put yourself through so much um, hardship your feet are swelling you're standing all night in prayer now the prophet والسلام, during the day is busy he's dealing with the affairs of the ummah he is um, you know, he's the counselor, he's the imam, he's the, uh, you know, the one that everybody would go to for their issues. He's the leader of the army. He's got all of these different responsibilities. And he comes home and he spends time then with his family and he's, he's giving time to his wives. So the Prophet, والسلام, you know, his, his full day is, is taken up and, and the night and evening is taken up um, with looking after the affairs of the believers. And then at night time, is a time where people would get rest. People need to uh, re-energize. But the Prophet ﷺ is spending that time with Allah. And he's spending that time with Allah. And Aisha is asking that, you know, why are you putting yourself through all of this, this hardship? Uh, and the Prophet ﷺ, he said that, should I not be a grateful slave? Should I not be a grateful slave? So here we find that the Prophet ﷺ, again, despite all of the things that he went through in his life, is... is is, is showing gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Gratitude uh, to Allah for his countless blessings upon him. And this, uh, and I'll end inshallah with um, what I mentioned right at the beginning. That when it comes to calamities and adversity, the highest uh, station or response is that of gratitude. Now Ibn al-Qayyim rahimullah, he has a, a beautiful statement where he talks about um, the response of people when it comes to trials and tribulations, or when it comes to calamities, he says that there are four categories of people, or four stations of people uh, in their response to tribulations. He says the first category, or the first station, are those who complain. Yes, those who complain for the difficulties or hardships that they're going through. So they'll say, why has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala done this to me? Why has this come? Why am I suffering? Why didn't Allah you know, do this to somebody else, or put somebody else through the calamity that I'm going through? So they complain, um, this is the maqam shakwa that they complain uh, 
for the, the situation or about the situation in which they find themselves. And Ibn Qayyim says that these are the, the kind of lowest of the people, that they, they really do not understand uh, anything. And this is not befitting of the believer, that he complains about the situation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts him in. Um, he says the second station is that of patience, the, the maqam of sabab. So when you go through a difficulty, a calamity, an adversity, that you uh, are patient with that. So you accept it, that this is from Allah, you accept it. You might not be content with it, you might not be uh, happy about it, but you don't complain and you show patience. This is, this is the second uh, station or the second level. He says, then you have the station of contentment. So you go through a trial or a tribulation um, and you're content with that. I.e. you're content, you, you say that this is from Allah, Alhamdulillah, for every situation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts me in. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's best for me, and in this there will be some khair. So you're, you're, and this is higher, this is a higher station than the station of, of patience. That you are actually content with what, whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees for you. And then he says that the highest of all maqamat, the highest of all stations, is that of gratitude. That even when you're going through a musibah in your life, you're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was the station of the Anbiya. That they were all, and this is we just described, Nuh salam, Ibrahim salam, that despite their hardships, despite their difficulties, they were grateful. And when you think about Ibrahim salam, Ibrahim salam is rejected by his people, by his father. Uh, he's thrown into a fire. He is... He goes through so much hardship. He's, you know, leaves um, Egypt. He ends up in 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 Mecca. He has to leave his newborn baby there. And he, all of these difficulties and hardships and trials that he's going through, and he was, despite all of that, he was grateful to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. When you look at Nuh alayhi salam, Nuh alayhi salam, that was for nine hundred and fifty years being rejected by the people, people turning away from him, people saying things about him. Yet he was still grateful to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. When you look at the Prophet ﷺ, the Prophet ﷺ is persecuted. The Prophet ﷺ is ridiculed, slandered. And when a person is slandered or their reputation is brought into question, how difficult that is for a person to accept. The Prophet ﷺ went through this. The companions are tortured and killed, boycotted, they're eating leaves for years. And it's so much trials and tribulations. His wife, his uncle passed away in the year of... Uh, sorrow, he's rejected and abused by the people of Ta'if Despite all of this hardship And that was just in Mecca And then of course the whole Medinan period Despite all of this hardship He was grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He was grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And this is why the scholars they mention That why Why would a person be grateful um, In the face of difficulties They say number one Because it could always be worse And you're going through a difficulty in life But it could always be worse Today we're, we're going through uh, a difficulty where, you know, we've been afflicted by this 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 coronavirus, and you know our our freedom to move, um, you know all of these things have been affected. But it could be much worse. And you look at people around the world who are suffering greater calamities than we are. So you're grateful to Allah that it's not worse than what it is. Uh, a person is, you know, involved in a car crash and the car is written off, but they're this they're safe. They should be grateful. And the car is written off, but alhamdulillah, at least my, I, I wasn't harmed. And a person loses a child, a great calamity, and it, but they have other children. And what I'm saying is it could always be worse, and it could always be a, a more difficult situation, so you're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there will always be people who are suffering more. So again, you're grateful to Allah. Secondly, the ulama, they mention that any, any difficulty that you go through in life is a means of purification. When you go through any type of 
trial or tribulation, it's a means through which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is raising your rank with him. And it's a means of expiation of sins. We know from the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that when a person is pricked by a thorn, even that little, little, um, uh, you know, pain you might feel at that moment, and even even that little pain that 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 you might be suffering is a means of of having your sins forgiven. So these these trials and tribulations and difficulties that we go through in hardship are actually means of of um, having our sins forgiven. And of course, you know, there's nothing more that we could ask for than, than to have our plate, our our slates cleared uh, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have our sins forgiven. And uh, thirdly, they would say that, you know, despite the trial or tribulation you might be going through, never forget the countless other blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might be trying you in one area of your life, but you could still be enjoying so many other blessings. And you should never forget about those other blessings. When Musa alayhi salam, he of course told his people to be grateful to Allah in Surah Ibrahim. Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved them and whatnot. Now many of the scholars, they said that Musa alayhi salam is telling uh, Bani Israel to be grateful to Allah. And Bani Israel went through so much difficulty. They went through so much hardship uh, at the hands of Fir'aun. But they were still told to be grateful. Why were they told to be grateful? Again, because don't forget about all the other blessings that you have. And this is a lesson for you and I, that we might be tried in one area of our life, but we are still enjoying so many other blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we should always be grateful and always think about the other blessings. Do not allow that one uh, tribulation that you're going through to become so big that it blinds you from all the other blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon you. So these are some of the points, of course, that the, the, the scholars would mention when it comes to uh, masaib and, and still uh, when it comes to difficulties and still showing gratitude. And, and you know, as I said, this was the, the way of the Anbiya, this was the, the highest of maqamat, the highest of stations, is that despite difficulties and, and tribulations, you are always grateful uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, He makes us from those who are grateful to Him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He gives us this, this trait, this characteristic of, of gratitude. Uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He protects us, He protects our families. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He allows us to meet, to to reach the blessed month of Ramadan, to take benefit from the blessed month of Ramadan. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he unites us all uh, in uh, Al-Firdaws al-A'la wa akhru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.